don't know if you can hear. I don't know if you can hear the music, but I'm going to play a little music. Well, I kind of like this uh, idea of sped up classical music. It's it's kind of cool to start the morning uh, after what has been a really weird twelve hours or so. Um, I could get personal, right, Mike Myers? Right, I hope I could probably get a little personal. Um, true. Let's just say I took more than I should have for an antibiotic, and my stomach's been killing me ever since. And why I say it's overdrive is simply this. It's probably because I'm so focused on work still that I pick up a bottle that has one of the other doses and I pick it up and I just naturally think it's the regular one. Yeah. And and this is kind of reminding me. I don't know if your listeners or even you uh, play back one of my episodes of where I was choking on a chicken nugget. But I made a 15-minute bit on it because my esophagus is very intense. And um, and what it taught me was that I had to slow down. Well, in a lot of ways, I feel like this thing was a sign that even when at home, one could still be in overdrive. And I think that's a little... Um, it's something I have to cut off now just to, to make sure I'm not in that overdrive mode even at home. Because, like, you know, the brain is still going... 30 miles an hour, even if you're not in an office space. And I think that's part of why this happened, actually. So, trigger? Was there a trigger, you mean? Or? No. no, it just, I mistakenly and boneheaded. Like, I just, I, I, I thought I was taking the right one. And then hours later, my body's like, no, that's not the right one. Uh, what are you doing to me? <laughs> so can I share of course you can. that because I get deathly sick and I forget what the other medication was but any hoot I had made up a clock and so at 12 o'clock 3 o'clock 6 o'clock 9 o'clock every three hours I was supposed to take a medication but I was supposed to Mm. alternate it well my clock (laughs) went from 12 o'clock to 12 o'clock 12 15 12 30 so every 15 minutes instead of every three hours and this was affecting which part? Like the euro or the, it the was, stomach? It was or? everything. Yeah, it was not good. And then when I realized what I had done, it's like, <gasps> oh my, I'm overdosing. And Seriously overdosing. And it was scary. Mm. So yeah, I've of, never had that kind of kind experience. Of sort of, well, no, it's not the same thing as what you did, but, you know, grabbing the wrong thing. Maybe using... Uh, uh, what do they call that stuff? Uh, super glue instead of eye drops for your eyes. You know, that that would be fun to do um, by mistake. Yeah. So if you could tell, my affect is a little different because I feel so, uh, I wouldn't say weak, but I do feel a bit groggy. not with it right. Yeah, very groggy still. So. so I do have a question for you. Sure. And I, I don't know if you can answer this or not, but um, oh, do you know who Salem Media is? Yes, why? Well, there is a movie that I didn't even know about called No Safe Spaces. Yes, with Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. I am now, I can't wait to watch it. 
Dennis, of course, is one of the hosts at Salem Media Group, and uh, I did not know that he's on one to three Eastern here in New York City. I did not know that, which is twelve Central Year Time. I did not know that. Thank well, you now. for sharing that. He is sure, one of my one of my faves, and it's interesting because. Uh, people have tried to post this movie on YouTube and it says it violates their whatever. And wow. Well, let me tell you about that. That is interesting because he has been fighting this for, for years. The YouTube censoring, like that's a real thing and it's an issue for him. Also, one other thing about Dennis and I, you know, I met him in studio when he was in New York. Awesome guy. Um, but when he was supposed to conduct, I think in California, like a Philharmonic or something, the the orchestra the, you know the cancel mob got him to can you know got the orchestra to cancel his appearance or something oh no they were trying to but he went on anyway I mean it just this is how crazy it is in California though a man can't even conduct an orchestra because of his views did, do you believe in it? did this exist thirty forty years ago I don't think so it is so uh, and I've said this before. What we're seeing right now is so crazy that it is unhealthy for me to be exposed to it for any length of time. For me, it's unhealthy because I get really, really angry. You feel it too, right? So, Oh, do I feel it? I'm feeling mm. it right now, and it's not a – there's a difference between a Jesus yeah. oh, and, a, and an anger. Oh, it's just driving me. I'm just – I can't – I can't do it, and I'm glad that I can't do it. mm is it because I'm a wussy and I don't want to be involved? No, no, it's because I don't want to. I'm trying to love on myself, I guess. Take care well, of me. the oh, bubble boy, the bubble boy thing is so uh, pertinent now, right? We kind of all want to be in our bubble and not watch the shit show that's on our TV every day. I mean, that's how I see it. Why would I watch that and upset myself when I could just focus on other things and do other things to better the way for people and for myself? Now, I like what you said. You, you didn't just say for myself, but you said for others. And that's the, that's the key. Making this world a better place for others. And, mm -hmm. and what's going on right now is just so selfish and self-centered and nasty. It's just, it's nasty. That's a nice way to, it's evil is what it is. It is evil. And also, oh. it sidetracks from the actual good that's going on. Um, I'm interviewing someone who was wrongfully accused. And put in jail for 23 years. Finally oh got my. his re release last August. And he talked with me for about 45 minutes. I'm going to post that later today. So, oh, I'm looking forward to that one. There are stories that need to be told. And God's putting them on my lap. Literally putting it on my lap. So let me ask you a question. You said you sent me a message yesterday. And you said, wow. Was that a reference to the show that you did yesterday? I thought the show overall was great. I thought our little bit was good. Then I'm, I, I kind of like the ability to rant for 30, 20 minutes. I don't know if you heard the rest of it as well, but I just love that. I could just... No, and, I, and see, the problem is I didn't know what you were wowing. Uh -huh. And so I said, I'm afraid to ask what your wow is all about. And you said, what a great show today. It's a great wow. But I still didn't, you still didn't let me know exactly what it was about. So now I need to go back and check it out. Well, because I, I maybe you agree, I thought handwriting, so I'm starting to do a lot of handwriting now because I don't want to scroll on my phone anymore. I want to just write, and that's cathartic for me. I don't know if it is for you. 
But I made a couple of points. I said the Bible was handwritten. In fact, they didn't have a Google Doc to type out the, the, the verses. They didn't have an iPhone notepad. They literally had, what, the tablets? And they had maybe papyrus. I don't know what else they used back then, but they had to write all these things down that they wow. saw. And so I thought, why do we lose that art of writing? You know, some of the best things ever came that's ever happened in this country came out of writing. Case in point, the Declaration of Independence. They wrote that thing in quill pen and they put it and then it's in the Library of Congress. So why why should we stop that? And I think to me, going back to writing is kind of preserving history again. Because if they're going to tear down the statues, fine. But let's dig up letters from those in the Civil War that actually detail it. Let's preserve our history that way. Alex, that is, that's amazing. Because there is something that goes into, I mean, my own handwriting, I look at it and I can see by my handwriting how weird my head is. I mean, I'll go huh. from cursive to block lettering to small letters. To, I mean, it's like, and 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 actually, what's that? Oh, that guy, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Has yeah. a writing course that I actually signed up for a couple of years ago thinking, oh, I'm going to write this book. And I still haven't gone back to it. And I need to discipline myself to at least do that. Maybe that's what this time is for. Instead of me getting all ticked off and. Well, that's why I also loved veering the conversation because I'm sick and tired of hearing that the statues are coming. I'm sick and tired of hearing that. Good so, for you. So what can we do? What can you and I, what can the country, what can the world do to make ourselves less anxious? I really uh, strongly advocate for handwriting again. Now, do you think this is just a, a, a fad you're going through or do you think you'll actually... Oh, no. Here's what happened. I was trying to save some notes on an author that I was going to interview a couple weeks from now. The notes were gone. And so then I'm like, man, why? Our technology, God forbid, could crash. And we may not have nothing, may not have anything saved of ours. Because we didn't didn't write anymore. So I'm changing that. I'm writing again. My mom saved my script from my first ever radio show on WQMC at Queens College in fall of 09. And I still have it. I'm like, thank God we saved all this writing, you know? Like, I don't know where it's going to go, but at least we have it, so. And my wife just finally finished up her first ever book. Wow. Yeah, wow is right. At least she she has a friend that's written a number of books. And to me, just that discipline in itself is amazing, mm. let alone what it reveals about the, per- It's I think it was called Killer Boss. It's It's a... Is she a good writer or what? Your wife. Sure she is. <laughs> Stop. That's hard to do. You know, you know what? She <laughs> wants me to read it, and I will read it. And I'm, I just think it's neat that she's that disciplined. So who am I to be throwing rocks at my wife, who at least has sat down and done something to completion? I mean, Now I she types it up right. She types it up, or does she write it, it out? Uh, that's a good question. No, I think she wrote it out. Oh, wow. I'm quite certain she did. And then she goes back and she, she made a bunch of notes going through everything. And I'm, again, I'm just amazed at her, at her discipline. I mean, and you bringing this up is, it's, it's cathartic. Is that the word? Yeah, that's how I feel when I do it. I just... I feel I need to write wow. stuff down. You know, I would take books with me on the subway, and I'd have my little notepads here, you know, these little notepads, and I'd just start writing them. 
writing down something from each chapter, and I just really got... Because, to be honest with you, when you're on the subway, when you're in commute, what do you tend to do? You're going to scroll just as much as when you are at home. And so, what happens when you're scrolling, and you kind of get disappointed no one's messaging you? Then you turn off the phone and just do something that you want to do. Okay. So, cleaning off a pool table, again, going through papers, and one of the papers I saved was about um, disconnecting from, uh, I guess basically I'd put it, detoxing from social media. Mm. And it's, you... it is a helpful thing when I'm not running back. You know, first thing in the morning, I'm like, oh, did anybody comment on what I posted on such and such? And how many people have listened to the podcast? And were there any new comments on the podcast? And it's, it's like, wow, to just disconnect from that might be very freeing. <laughs> it is freeing. Uh, you know, there's a meme out like people wake up and all they do is check their social media to begin with. And yeah, I do that. But I also think there needs to be another step after that to get your morning going. And I don't really write in the morning per se, but I want to show you something. So talk for a second if you want. There were I these two the... Hittites that went into the temple. My, One said set, it... my, oh, my mom got me this. Uh, oh, so it says trust in the Lord. Okay. And lean not on your own understanding. And Proverbs I have 3, since written prayers all throughout the last few years, you know, dating back to 2017. And I kind of like, uh-huh. There is a lot more to you than I think uh, a lot of people are aware of. Now it's starting to make a it's making a lot more sense. Like, what What are you thinking? <laughs> what I'm thinking is there's a... Uh, uh, it, it's positive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot more to you than meets the eye. And I think the more that you're... Uh, the more that you expose yourself, not physically, but emotionally, <clears throat> the more... I don't know. Something about you, sir. You know, I like it. I like it a lot. It's part of me does still like throwing the masses off with these really Trumpian posts. I kind of like writing like that just because it's fun to see the reaction. Trump, Trumpian posts. I like that too. <laughs> and um, But then it's like, yeah, they don't know exactly who I am. I am kind of just putting it out there. If they like it, great. If not, so be it. I mean, mm. but my work comes from... And my healing comes from things off Facebook and off the air. Now, I could start sharing them. Um, maybe I will. I don't know. I just feel like that is this. What I write in here is between me and God at the moment. And oh, Yes, I get that. And also, I try and write so God could. Uh, can you imagine God looking at my handwriting? What are you saying? I can't understand what you're writing. So I try to write neat for <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? Sounds like Ruthanne. Well, but but he knows our thoughts before we thunk him. Psalm 139 is one of my favorites. It's just amazing to know. So, mm -hmm. you know, bottom line, folks, is you can't hide anything from God. And he's got really big soldiers. Yeah. Shoulders. Shoulders. And uh, he's got he, he's got this. So just dump it all out. Later, David got so upset with God. He was angry mm. with God. How dare he be with angry with God? You're going to hurt God's feelings. 
I don't think so. To live and let God, right? That's kind of been a phrase that live people have been... Live and let God. Dun, dun. No, yeah. that's, that's not. That's not. Although I would like live to it, see McCarthy do that song. That would have been kind of cool. Um, and uh-huh. so maybe this experience with my stomach is a God thing too, right? So another reminder that even in quarantine, I kind of have to just not be so careless with the way I treat my body and read everything carefully before I ingest two fifteen milligrams. <laughs> it's just comical to me because it's like, thank God it wasn't Viagra. But, uh, But on that note, I, I just am I'm going to work harder now to pay more attention. And I think God's trying to center me through through this experience. <sighs> okay, that was funny. That was... <laughs> I got Mike to crack a smile. Look at that. <laughs> Yep, he did. So, what's on your big show after my little rant here? What's on your big show today at 9 a.m. My Eastern? big show? Um, I Actually, this uh, I've got a, a trailer, a two-minute, 35-second trailer of No Safe Spaces. I cool. also found on Amazon, I have a, I can listen to free. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, the audio from it's the same name, <coughs> the no safe spaces. It's like an hour and 20 minutes long. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know for sure other than maybe to continue on with the, you know, yesterday's thing, which I didn't really focus that much on was just keeping things simple and, and keeping it simple is taking a piece of paper and a pencil <laughs> And not worry about, you know, how pretty you're writing because I like what you said. I mean, is God confused because he can't make out my – well, of course he knows what you're writing. I mean, that's just my right. theological – Right. I believe that sometimes. too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he can. Now, I can't – sometimes I go back and I can't make out my own writing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah it's have... just and, – and I have this tablet here that I – jot things down and and later i kind of go well i don't need that note i don't but what things am i writing down that i want i have some prayers i journaled for a while okay and when i go back and read those it's like oh my gosh and then part of those that journaling was prayers to god i wrote down you know like a son sending a letter to his dad i mean it's man it gets me but when you write that at first, there's like an excitement that you're writing to him. That's how I feel anyway. There's this excitement that you're writing to him and taking the time out to literally write to him. Um, because just, what do we... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. What were we going to say? Th- Sorry, buddy. I was going to say just thinking about it is getting me choked up. Because that's something that's missing, I think, uh, because of all of the just chaos of information and there's videos and first thing in the morning and my wife showing me this video and I'm showing her this one and I'm trying to play something from the show or something you said or we said or whatever and it's like uh how do I put this in a very calm way stop now I sent you a video also last night and I don't know if you saw it or not but it was very chaotic to me I I don't want to play it yeah I did I, well, and again, I get so much stuff that 
I'm. Oh, there it is. Oh, you mean the one with the camera weapon? Yeah, yeah, because she's oh, literally that was freaky. She's literally telling him to stop filming, and he's like, "Hum." So here's my issue with all of this. These some people now feel emboldened to just ruin people's lives by rolling a camera instead of actually talking it out. And he took a shot of her license, license plate. plate. Yeah, that's doxing, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, I'm just now starting to understand what it means to dox somebody. And I didn't comment because he's actually been going through the comments of pro-Trumpers and doxing them, like seeking them out, too. It's really not good. Oh, Uh, interesting. So this is kind of, wow. Wow. It's like in a war of entitlement, right? So, okay, when when Amy Cooper, this Central Park Karen, had that, I'm glad that video was taken because it shows her roughhousing the dog and it just was like not. I evidently didn't see that video. Not civil to me. But this one, what it sounds like is she just cut him off, flipped him off, and that was, she. he claims in the caption that she called him the N-word, but there's never that in the audio bit. So I don't know if it actually happened or not. But my question is, when did a flip off and a car crash lead to this? I don't, I don't know. I, and it I, makes us war- more worried, right? It may, I mean, we're not worried, but you know, it's just it's unnerving to think a camera could literally roll on anybody at any time. Well, I was this uh, again first thing in the morning. I listened to uh, at six o'clock on the Muck Radio stream is a guy by the name of Gail Irwin, and he was talking about how what really ticks him off is when people get in his way. So he's driving, and somebody's like, you know, they're driving five miles an hour. No, he talks about stopping at a stoplight. The light changed. He didn't move yet. The guy behind him was honking. Mm. And he said, I, he said, someday I just want to get out of the car and go back and say, I didn't even know you knew who I was. Cool. Huh. Well, maybe not a good idea. Um, but I get, I get his, his point. And there's times where someone might misconstrue my trying to be funny. And it might not go well. How about this? So the other day I had seen a cop car in Cunningham Park because there was an incident there which led to the fire department of New York and other ambulances to go in. But as much as I love cops, I also know not to approach them and say thank you because they don't know what that could mean. You know, I don't know. True, true. And it's like, how do we do that where we could say the F out, you know? I think carrying a stick with um, tidy whities What? Like a white flag, but Never missing mind. the point. I'm missing the point. A, a white flag. This okay? I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got I'm, you. I'm, I'm surrendering to your authority. I just want to say thanks for all you're doing. That's, sometimes that's when I go idea. into the police station, you know, I'm, I tend to be a bit of a joker. Mm-hmm. And I went in here a couple months ago, and I said, "Where can I put some illicit drugs?" You know, they have a thing where you can dump your medications that you don't want around anymore. Because oh, you don't know who might visit be visiting your house that might have a uh, hydrocodone <laughs> habit, right? I'm serious. Um, so it, just maybe I just need to be a little careful with the humor sometimes. Well, I was watching our idiot brother with um, Paul Rudd, an incredible. Ed? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm oh. kidding. That was oh come on, we love Ed. We know we love Ed. My idiot <laughs> brother is that a movie? 
It is with uh, with Paul Rudd. What? But he talks to everybody and says everything that everybody tells him. So he kind of blabs around to his whole sisterhood, sisters. And then he he blabs to his parole officer that he got high with another kid. Oh, Uh, my gosh. And so he went back to jail. So you're right. They got to be careful of what they say to these, to people. I can relate to that guy. What did you do? Now now I'm curious. I just saying stuff that, you know, asking somebody for forgiveness because, you know, you've always thought that they were an a-hole. Mm. But you never told him that. You know, I want you to forgive me because uh, for the longest time, I've always thought you were just an a-hole. Maybe I should just shut up and say, you know, kind of like hanging with that person. Yeah, I would say so. And they'd be like, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, you think I'm an what a-hole? do you mean? You thought, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I think what it is is we have no filter or something and we just want to say what's in our mind at the very moment it's on our mind right there. And telling people about the blow-up dolls and mixed company probably isn't a good idea on my part. Um, it's it's, uh, it's uh, what blow-up dolls really? I never told you about the blow-up dolls. No, you never did. Okay, well we'll save that for that's a teaser. We'll Do, does your audience this. know about this? <laughs> Don't you ever listen to my podcast? Yes, sometimes I no, get. Yeah, whatever. You and your. Do you have a dog? Oh, let's not talk about your dog. She died in seventeen. I, I know. I shouldn't have brought up the dog. And I took miss ours. Her. Yeah. Well, we t- we took our little Chewini down yesterday to the to the vet and had her staples removed from her little incision. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's got to be what the ten eleven now. I think she's seven or eight. Wow. So she's still yeah. young in doggy years, but yeah, do squirrels have? Never mind. So, do squirrels have what? <laughs> Nipples. I've never seen them on them, so I don't. I have a picture I can send you. I've gotten really close to this one squirrel. I can get within two feet of this squirrel. It's a boy. Good for you. Good response. Good, Good for, for you, you, Mike. That's great. Got some squirrel porn. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, no, there's this little guy who loves to look at us and scrounge around for food in the backyard. And uh-huh. I like, I'm like, is that kismet in like reincarnate style? Like, is that our dog looking at us? Like, I don't know. I just it's an interesting well, thought. When you get to these, when you get to these animals, they do. They do want to put on a show for you if you really get to know them. You know, they, that's all they want to do. Well, let me not say how a nipple got onto your camera for a squirrel, <laughs> but can I can I share something? Yes, you can. Okay, so the other night I'm I'm, I'm listening to you and Ed, and I, one of the reasons I decided to go another direction with what I'm doing with my podcast is you guys were having such an intelligent conversation. <laughs> and you know, but I'm serious. And then we get on here, and I'm bring up squirrel nipples. It's like, what the? What the? But that's just who I am. And, and I can I'm work not, with both parties. I, I don't mind working with both parties. Well, and so. I think that's I think that's one of your uh, one of your attributes. That's just uh, I, it's just. 
I think I'm going to go in depth after we're complete here on uh, graduating high school 11 years ago today. Hmm. I was the 25th of June, yep, 11 years ago on a Thursday. You know what else happened that night that totally overshadowed our graduation? You got drunk. Michael Jackson died. Oh, wow. That same night. And it was like, here we are thinking we're kings and queens of the world because we graduated, and the king of pop is is gone the same night. It's like, what? You just reminded me of a great, that song, Man in the Mirror. Oh, I love that song. I'm going to, I'm playing that on today's show. Thank you for helping those today's. I'm so glad I came over the place. Well, my shows are so chaotic. There's no, there's, there's very little structure. Except for poopy bag commercials, and I got to I got to keep Rob Scribner. Rob Scribner's the guy that will send me a message, and it just says, "Bitch." <laughs> okay. We just do it. Oh, I don't know. I my stomach's still killing me. Then I call him a whore. I hope you can be okay. I'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I just don't know. I never knew if you get paid to do those Scribner spots or not. I never thought you did, so I just. I oh no no no! Actually, I send him five dollars. Oh, you a told month. me that. Yeah, you send him the five dollars. Yeah, I do. I I appreciate what he does, and he takes my show, and it's on seven p.m. Oh, he's a syndicator. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's he's bringing in money off of my stuff. I mean, basically, what I am is I'm a podcast prostitute. Don't say that. Oh, I am. God. You're using me. I like being used by you. It's 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 it delights me. Anything for your benefit, you you see, because I'm others focused, rather than I. This is Alex Garrett, and I'm sitting uh-huh. on President Clinton's knee. Golly, it must be nice. I want you to hook me up with uh, Kirk. Well, I can I can maybe work that out. You want to interview? No. no. Nah, no, because I think he's part of that courageous movie that I had. This, I signed that paper. Never mind. That's for another show. Hey, you know what? What's up? It's time to go. So you don't know. You, you didn't really give a clear thing of what you're doing today. So just like going back yeah. to the simplifying and all that. First uh, Timothy chapter two: Simple faith and plain truth. I didn't mm-hmm. play that yesterday because I never got that far because of the chat room. One of the reasons. What did I tell you, Mike? You gotta limit. You gotta do your monologue for a half hour, then focus on the chat room at about nine thirty or so. But when somebody is there, first thing in the when I'm hit the button at eight o'clock and I got John Knight showing up, I'm not just gonna. Well, you can say hi, but you, but I do notice you like constantly talk about the comments, and I'm like, you can you can do it a little differently and just maybe leave the comments, most of them, till nine thirty. Now, actually, it's interesting you brought that up because Ruth Ann said, you know, I bet you I can be quite distracting. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Maybe I need to be quiet. In the, in the, but but it's, it makes it very, it's difficult. I know. It's like having a, a you know, a monologue means mono one, right? Right. Kind right. of a conversation with myself towards others, hoping that, hoping that they might oh. listen. But you're right. And then you bring a chat room that's got constant stuff, scripture references, and that's a you said that, and I didn't really listen to you. My wife thinks I should just shut the chat room down. 
Don't do that either. That would not be good. Lucky for me, I have nobody in the chat room, so I'm not bothered by that at all. <laughs> and I don't either right now. Uh, Which is fine. That's what it is, you know? And, and, and then poor Gary Russin says, hey, your chat room looks like mine. No comments. And you know what I said to Gary? It's okay. Because this is the, the cardic, cathartic. This is very therapeutic. And I've been saying this for years. This is an important time for me. Whether people listen, in fact, maybe I get pissed when they listen and pissed when they don't listen. <laughs> I mean, I get upset. I don't get pissed. Christians don't get pissed. We just get upset. You can say it. I don't, I don't care. No, it's not about you. It's about I don't want to offend anybody else. No safe spaces. Can't wait to watch that flick. You, you got to so watch wh- it. I can't. Well, I'm not ready to pay 20 bucks. And then to there's watch a new, new movie by Larry Elder called Uncle Tom. Uh-oh. Larry is our, he's a host in California, he's African-American, and he's a great guy. And um, he and Candace Owen have partnered up with this for this movie. Are you serious? You are a part of something bigger than, I just think it's great. And I just love, I, I, I just thank God that we met. This is awesome. Well, I love, and I, I love Salem. Well, Salem is uh, quite unique. You know, they still have, they do have 200 stations, which is always fun to hear about when I see the stats. Like, wow, 200, 300 stations nationwide. That's freaking awesome. So It is. It is. It's, it's, it is. And the and, only uh, reason I don't think we get enough play is because of the content. You know, I think if we, because there's a movement against conservatism and Christianity you won't see us be mentioned as much in a good light. Unfortunately, sometimes in a bad light, but... Which is too bad. Yeah, I oh, mean, it's it, terrible. It, it, it yeah. Uh, but I'm, I mean, I'm thrilled. And when I just saw that this was a Salem Media thing, this looks like a fantastic flick. It is, and we've been promoting it all months long here, so... So where is the best place for me to view it? Do I just need to spend the bucks and just watch it? Yeah, spend the bucks and watch it, I would say. And get the DVD. Yeah, you could do that, too. Because I'm sure, you know, we don't have a DVD in the house. It's really disconcerting to me, actually. A DVD player? Yeah, we don't have a DVD player that I know of in this house now. I don't know why, huh. but... Well, anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, I might just do that. I, I think, but I don't, well, can I talk about costs? I think it might be a very well-spent... Um, because you get the DVD and you get the, uh, you know, watch it on demand and totally well. And it's, uh, I, I, I've got to tell you, I've sure wasted money on a lot more foolish things. And I don't think this is foolish. I think this is just, I think this is going to help me cope with what's going on. That no, that, and these stories need these these movies need to happen because it is going to help change the narrative. Just like writing down everything could help us. And the Civil War letters are something I want to pursue. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, eleven years ago, I graduated from high school today, and you know, I lost a few of my friends over the years that have graduated with us, and I feel them today. Mm. Literally, one just died last year from that class, and I'm just. It's heartbreaking. I, I remember the first 
class reunion that I went to, and they actually asked me to kind of sort of emcee it. And we had a classmate that had passed away. And that's back in the day when I was so, I think it must have been in 92. Mm. So 70 would be our 30, <coughs> 20, 20 year reunion. And uh, I actually did something that was kind of strange. And I was over the top. I had everybody hold hands and we prayed and it was kind of weird. I just think I kind of maybe put my, I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't sound over the top to me, Michael. That sounds nice and grounded actually. Well, but some people probably might be offended. It's here. I'm worried about people being offended. When I don't want shouldn't. to offend. I don't want to offend anybody on purpose. If they're offended because of the truth, if they're offended because they do realize by looking at themselves they're pretty messed up, that's a good offense. Yeah, I mean that's an okay thing to be offended about. And I'm, it's like bring it on. If I need to be offended because I'm a, a a hole, then let me know. But you better have it well grounded. If I'm an a hole just because I'm not saying things about certain things, and now I'm a racist. I'm probably going to get a little upset. And you might just dismiss the argument entirely, I hope. There is the key. But does that mean I'm just a wussy? Mm. Or am I the one that's being wise and turning away and not having an argument with, I hate to say it, it, it it's just, it. don't waste time in an argument with somebody who can't hear what you're saying. And refuses because they're to, so actually. deaf to what you're saying, huh? And refuses to hear what you're saying, too. By the way, I think if you yeah. drop it, you are the bigger person in that situation. Well, of course I'm the bigger person. Hey, speaking of bigger people, I've, I've lost four pounds. I'm feeling better now. Good, man. Well, I think it's stress. Mm. I think stress is, I know it's stress that messes me up. Anyway, with that, I got 20 minutes to get prepared for what? Preparation uh-huh. H. Holiness. Ooh, I like that line. Take time to be holy. My mommy always says that. Michael, Mm. take time to be holy. (sighs) And And she's right. right. You did your video today or? Uh, No, I haven't yet. And I don't know that. You know what? I'm just kind of in a la-la land right now with a lot of stuff. It's a Thursday too. And it's kind of like blah as as. And at 10 o'clock this morning, I'll be having uh, uh, Miles will be doing his sermon because he's oh. celebrating his birthday. So I won't be able to have him on live. So you don't know. I mean, you're the only one that knows that. So it'll come across like it's live. <laughs> That's the important part is to make it sound live, 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 live. Well, and it will not be available until I hit the play button and pretend like it's live. <laughs> When did you record this now, or when did he record? I will be recording that this morning at ten, cool. which is five o'clock his time. And then you're done with Sunday, then, if you're going to do it that way, right? So, I although I will sit here and listen to the entire thing, I'm sure. Why not? Actually, uh, uh, because listen to it twice. Oh, gee. <laughs> no, as 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 people, as and we leak. You you brought up a great point about sitting down and taking the time to write. I've been there, went right past it, and now it's on the shelf, and I huh. haven't taken the time to write. So it's really making 
setting priorities and sticking with the priorities, but there's so many distractions. That's why we got to just write them out of our heads or, or, or just get them out one way or another. Even through podcasting, that can help to get us out of that thought process. You know, I well, will tell you, my stomach is is what it is. But when I put on the mic, it's just it, I, I forget about it for a good hour, and then it just it helps me forget that I'm still got this issue going on. And that's why maybe to uh, meditate. Mm. By the way, never mind. By the way, what <laughs> I was down to. I had a beer last night. Just one, but there's nothing. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there, there, there isn't. I'm, I'm only saying that because uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm glad that's all I had, and I don't have any other. This has been quite a. This has been quite a life thing. Seeing my son go through what he's gone through, and another son, and other people, mm. and it's been good. And then you talking about taking care of yourself. I got issues that I need to be more careful about what I eat. I need to exercise more, and I need to do it. Yep. Yeah. So maybe it's time. We all can do it together, cut even the, if. Yeah. Even if from afar, just do it and then come cut back some and report. Of this, cut some of this crap out of my life and take the time to maybe take a little. Or I could take my MP3 recorder and. I'm going to ask a very, a, I'm ask a very con- controversial question. Yeah. I've been noticing a trend where women get their you know they want to get their body back in shape and they do it after a breakup and i'm kind of like if you're oh. so if you're so hurt after the breakup why didn't you work on it if you felt like you needed to during the relationship i don't know it just is like you're waiting till after to say, i don't know maybe that's controversial to say but it just is is a feeling like if you want to do it you should do it while in the relationship too That's a really good point. Because then, and and by the way, men should not shame their women for their bodies. Let's put it that way, too. I think we are at fault for that type of stuff, too. Can I tell you what? This is cool you're bringing this up. Because uh, I remember the first time I really got hit with the truth. Because I'm thinking, yeah, Laura needs to drop some weight. Gee whiz. And then, for some reason, I took a nice long gander. Is that the right term? Okay. In the mirror and went, holy crap, you look like shit. <laughs> I got scars. I got scars. So, and I got, I got stretch marks. I got pokey holes where they put tubes in, draining poison out of me. And Oh, oh I'm telling you, it's like, who in the, who in the hell am I? To be critiquing somebody else's physiquing. I mean, right. It's Same really... with me, right? Who am I? Because my body's not perfect either. So, and I never would, by the way. And, and for, uh, for a guy to make the girl feel so low about that is pretty shitty, actually. It's very, yeah. It, it's very shallow. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I just uh, would like to, I would like to think that I'm not that shallow, but I know. I know I am. I just don't like that about me. Now now we're back to, I used to do a character called Mad Lamb. And Mad Lamb was mad at sin, especially his own. Wow. He really disliked his own, 
his own crap. And uh, maybe I should resurrect Madman. Was it a Jesus portrayal or was it a... a mad La- oh No, Mad... Well, Man Cow? No, no, Mad Lamb. Like, was he... Well, but... What, was, what did you base his character off of? Man, well, it was back in the, when I was at the radio station. 94, 95, 96. And in fact, I still have the fun little box here that I can change my voice pitch. And huh. and Man Cow was somebody I would love listening to Man Cow. And I on Howard thought, Stern, right, or something like that. I don't know. He had his own show, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, he did have that too. Yeah, and I've got his book, which I another book. I should so many things. But anyway, focus. <laughs> so uh, 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 so I thought, you know what, Mad Lamb. I'm Mad Lamb, mad at sin, but mostly mad at his own sin. Mm. And he would talk about, you know, the pavilion. <laughs> There's a pavilion. Yeah. Talk well. Yeah. I thought it was going to Pavlovian dogs or something like that. And then he had, and then when I would come into the studio after he had been in the studio, it smelled like sheep, and there was poop all over the keyboard because he had poop between his hoovers, <laughs> and uh, it's just yeah. It's, it takes a lot of creativity to get that character created though no i mean i would think so and to be able to uh, i did an entire show and we were doing the programs for the for the church i was attending and i used mad lamb and my pastor afterwards it was another one of those mike we need to have a talk don't feel like you've had a lot in those in those uh-huh i feel like you've had a lot a lot of those in your day we need to have a talk. Uh, yeah, and right now it's kind of nice to not have to be that concerned about what other people think about what I'm saying or doing, although I still am concerned. And Mike, are you going to church on Sundays, or are the churches not closed, open still in Iowa? They're pretty much all closed around here. Wow. I'm looking forward to going back across the street at the nursing home. I really enjoy this Pastor Brian. He is so much like I am. I mean, I we just really connect, and he's he's just normal. Huh. And I love being around those folks in the nursing home that mm. uh, that really enjoy. There's so much history and love. It sounds like going and on. love. Oh my goodness gracious! And they they come walking past. You know, I'd be sitting in the back row, and they'd come walking by, and oh hi Mike, how are you? And you know, I've been looking at you. I've been I've been watching you through your windows. You might want to close your curtains. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Oh man, I'm starting to get a little fatigued, so I'm gonna head out hey, and uh, hey, get myself maybe, better. Yeah, you need to. I, I hope you have a good recovery. Thank you. I will let you know how that goes. But Michael, I love you, man. You too. Have I'll talk day. to you soon. All right, bye. As I mentioned, uh, I will be doing a podcast with Kittyer, Kittyer, Ricky the Kid, Kittyer. Uh, I'll be posting that up in a little bit, but for now. I'm Alex Garrett, Alex Garrett Podcasting, Alex G in NYC, Alex G in NYC is my Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you soon.